Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 73. And this is part five of our six-part series on how to run your first 50K. And in this episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things. I know I say that about everything, which I guess is the whole reason why I'm a coach, is a mindset, okay? So it's been my experience that when you first get into ultras, it's all about the training, right? We focus on all the little nuanced pieces of training, how much, what days to run, um, should I do more hills or more zone two? What kind of strength routine is the best one for me? Just that kind of stuff. But I think that once you've been training for, mm, I don't know, maybe like three months, could be sooner, could be later for some people, that's when you come to the realization that the mental side of ultra training is really the foundation to everything because that's right around the time when training starts to sort of lose its luster. Things begin to feel like more of a grind. You're not progressing or improving as quickly as you were at the beginning of your training when you were sort of like really getting going and stuff was happening faster. And you might start to question why you signed up for this fucking race in the first place. At least that's how I felt training for my first 50K. And it's a sentiment that's sort of been echoed through my time working with people one-on-one and in my group programs. We sort of just get to this place where we're like, why the hell did I decide to do this in the first place? So in this episode, I want to give you the most important mindset tip that I wished I'd had back in the day when I did my first 50K. But before I sort of just blurt it out, <laughs> like just give you the a most amazing piece of information, I want to set you up for success here. I want you to think for a second, okay? What is the most common thought you have about your running and or your run training? Sort of said another way, what's the thought that you keep coming back to time and time again? The one that's on repeat in your head when you think about going for a run or training or doing any of the components necessary in order to get you across the finish line of your first 50K. For me, back when I was doing this for the very first time, the thought that I had on an incessantly recurring basis was, I don't know if I can do this. That thought lived rent-free in my brain 24-7. Anytime I wavered in my training, whether it was because I had a bad run or I just got up that day and I felt sore or exhausted, whether that was like mentally or physically, when I saw someone else doing the thing that I wanted to do and maybe even doing it better than I was doing it, that thought would rear its ugly head and make me question everything. Everything from why did I decide to do this in the first place to why do I even exist? Not to get dramatic, but I think you can probably relate. Um, And if you do sort of relate to this, then you're going to love what I'm going to share with you now. So now that you've got your thought in your head, maybe it's similar to mine, maybe it's a little bit different than mine, but what's the one that lives in your head rent-free all day, every day? I'm going to teach you how to handle it, how to sort of turn down the volume on that thought, because that's really, we don't necessarily eliminate these things, but I'm going to teach you how to turn the volume down. The most important thing for you to know when it comes to ultra running and your mindset is that your results in running are directly correlated to your thoughts. 
Okay. So your thoughts are the things that are going to create your results, not how hard you grind during your training. Okay. So I fully recognize that this is probably going to be sort of like a weird, new, interesting concept for some of you guys, because if you're like me back in the day, your thoughts were, well, if I do uh, a copious amount of work, then I will be better prepared for this race, this upcoming race. And that's not the case. Let's just sort of walk through this step by step. So here's why your results in running are directly correlated to your thoughts. Like what you get comes directly from your thoughts. Okay. So your thoughts trigger your feelings. Your feelings cause you to take action. Those actions produce results and all of which are based on your initial thoughts at the very get-go, okay? So some of you might be hearing this and thinking, well, yeah, duh, like I, I totally get that. But I'm telling you this because this concept was totally new to me when I learned it. And once I started to become more aware of my thoughts, that's when I was able to start getting the results that I wanted because then I understood how to steer my thoughts to produce the feelings that caused me to take actions, which produce the results. Okay. So let's break this down so you can sort of see how it works. Go back to the most common thought that you have about your running. The one, like I said before, that sort of lives rent free in your brain 24 seven. And I'll use my example of, I don't know if I can do this. So when I have this thought, even now, right? When I had it back then, I had the I had a lot of feeling of unease. I would feel overwhelmed and one that I really felt deep down was frazzled, like I had no idea what I was doing. Um and when I feel any or all of those feelings, then my actions are going to reflect those feelings. Some of the ones that I sort of jotted down as notes to myself here were that I would second guess my training plan. If I even had one, I might even abandon my plan altogether because I don't know if it's the right thing for me, right? If you start to feel uneasy or overwhelmed or frazzled, you start to question everything. I'll cut workouts short or skip them altogether because if I feel frazzled, then and like I don't have enough time for this particular workout, then I'll just, you know, cut it short. The second a workout doesn't go well or, you know, better defined, like if it doesn't go as planned, I would immediately chalk it up to, well, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not good at this. (laughs) Um, If I was feeling overwhelmed, then I'm most likely not going to research the stuff that I need to do or that I need to know in order to help me get better because what's the point, right? So you can start to see how if your thoughts are, um, I don't know how to do this. The feelings that come out of that are unease, overwhelm, frazzled, disorganized, disheveled, discombobulated, all of the disses. And those are the results that you're going to get. So these are just some examples um, the results of the actions that I mentioned above are are actually the opposite of what I want, which was to crush my first 50K. So you could sort of see how second guessing and abandoning the plan and cutting workouts short and feeling overwhelmed and not doing the things that need to get done, those aren't going to get me any closer. And those all come from this thought, I don't know if I can do this, living rent-free in your brain 24-7. Like if that is your soundtrack, 
then of course you're not going to be able to do it. Of course, right? What's your motivation? What's the inclination? Like what's the drive if all you ever think of is, I don't know if I can do this. So the results of those actions didn't get me any closer to what I wanted. So now I want you to sort of switch gears and use this same process on your thought, the thing that you identified earlier as the one that sort of lives rent-free in your brain. So go through this with me sort of in real time now. And if you can't do it now, just come back to it later. But say out loud to yourself right now, what's the thought that is on repeat in your brain? When you say that thing, how do you feel? And you might have an immediate feeling that sort of just like pops into your brain, but you might also have to sit with it for a minute, which is going to be uncomfortable. Let's just acknowledge that and generate at least one or two or maybe three more powerful feelings than that first one that came to top of mind. Because I really want you to sort of sit with it and understand all the feelings that go along with that thought running on repeat. And if you just sort of glaze through this, it's not going to be as effective as if you really sit with it. Okay. So that's why I acknowledge that sitting here and thinking all these things might not be the most comfortable thing, but I promise it's going to result in some really cool, um, results. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense, but you get the point. So what actions do you take or not take, which is also a viable option, when you feel the way you've just described, right? So I talked about, I don't know if I can do this. I had unease, overwhelm, frazzled. I talked about some of the things I did do, like second guess my training plan. But I also talked about some of the things I didn't do, like I didn't do the research that I needed to do in order to help me figure out the things that I needed to figure out for the race. And then what results will those actions or inactions yield. So can you sort of see how your results are directly related to your thoughts? Now we did this sort of just, you know, through voice, we just talked about it, but I would really highly encourage you to write this stuff down and keep track, you know, understand what you're thinking on a daily basis throughout your training and use that as a way to sort of reorient yourself to where you want to go. Because like I said earlier, if your soundtrack is, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. It's going to be really hard to get yourself pumped up, to show up every day consistently, put in the work, put in the time and the effort, you know, sweat it out and do all of the things that you need to do. Because, you know, it's not a walk in the park. You're going to have to put forth some effort in order to take you from where you are now to where you want to go. And it's going to be really hard if you have to overcome, I don't know if I can do this, every single day, all day long. All right? All you need to do is change your thoughts to reflect the outcome that you want to achieve. Now, I know that sounds really simple, And I'm not going to lie to you. It's not as simple as it sounds. It's going to take some work, but I promise you, like, this is the thing that if I had known this back in the day, and if I had started working on this way back in the day, things would have happened faster for me. I would have gotten better results. And just in general, I probably would have been happier and healthier and I would have enjoyed myself more. Okay. I encountered so many challenges and obstacles and each one of them felt like 
Mount Everest, right? And this is sort of what I was just talking about. Every day you have to get up and overcome, I don't know if I can do this or whatever your thought is. And it felt that way mostly because I was fighting myself the whole time because I was trying to sort of action my way out of the problem versus stepping back and noticing my thoughts and then reorienting myself to where I want to go. Um, But that doesn't have to be the way that you do it, okay? So this is super powerful stuff, you guys. I want to invite you to start doing this every day to help you accomplish your goals. And, you know, I went with this specific topic because the bucket that is mindset training is so vast, especially when it comes to ultra. So we could do like a hundred episodes just like this one and still not cover it all. So rather than overloading you with just a bunch of stuff, like a ton of techniques that you should try, do this and then do this and then do this. I really wanted to drill right to the core and make sure that you understood the root of everything, that the thoughts And the feelings and the actions and the results, they're all tied together. And that you can start practicing and noticing your thoughts and handling them in a way that will produce the results that you're looking for, okay? So if you don't like the results that you got, go back to the drawing board. Like go back and look at the thoughts that you had while you were crafting the plan and see what it was all about. Now, this is going to take more attention and more awareness from you guys. And it's going to feel really foreign at first. And you're going to feel like maybe you feel like this is really woo woo. And maybe it is, but I can honestly tell you that it is something that really, really works. Okay. So I hope that you guys found that helpful. Uh, Make sure that you share this one with your first time 50K friends so that they can start practicing this too. And this is actually a good one. You can sort of check yourself against your friends that are doing this with you or also, you know, sometimes it's easy to, to notice things in others. It's much harder to notice things in yourself. So if you're sort of having a hard time mapping out the progression, like buddy up with somebody and do this with them. And and hopefully you guys can sort of, um, mirror one another and like sort of point out, Oh, nope, that's, that was a result of this thought. Okay. Next week will be our last one. It'll be our part six of six. We're going to talk about race strategy, basically all the things that you're going to need to do on race day or that you should know before race day so that you don't show up and freak out. (laughs) Okay. It's one thing to just really focus on all the things that you have to do during training. And then we get so focused on that, that sometimes we completely forget, oh shit, I have to actually race. And what is that going to be like? And how is that going to go from the second I wake up until the second I finish the race? Because you're going to finish the race. Okay. (laughs) We always just assume that you're going to finish and we go from there. So If you're listening in real time, the current round of Run Your First 50K is sold out, but you can apply to the next round by going to www.runyourfirst50k50k.com. Okay. You can go there, you can get some more information about the program, and you can submit your application for the next round, which is going to happen after Tahoe. I don't have an exact date yet for that because I'm 
going to probably need a couple weeks off. (laughs) Okay. And also don't forget that you can get the first 10 weeks of my signature 50 K training plan, and you can get that at my website. So that's www.megan-gould.com forward slash 10, the number 10 week plan. So that's M-E-G-H-A-N-G-O-U-L-D.com forward slash 10 week plan. And side note, interestingly, I learned, um, from a listener last week that the link doesn't work if you try to do all capital letters. Okay. So if you tried to to type the whole thing in, in all caps, it doesn't work. I tried it myself a ton of times. I basically broke my brain over trying to figure out why this didn't work. I got so amped up because I thought that like all you guys were trying to download this plan and just the, the link in general wasn't working. I stayed up well past my bedtime (laughs) because I don't know if you guys know this, but it's basically, it's just me. I'm a one woman show. Okay. So when I have a tech problem, it's me. When you get an email from me, it's me. (laughs) So I basically broke my brain trying to figure this out and then realized after some Googling, some sleuthing that it's, uh, it doesn't work if you use all caps. So make sure that you do it in all lowercase letters. All right. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat, and I'll see you all soon.